0: talk and no facts, all feelings. Wrestling podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Anne, and I'm Leah, and we're having a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad week <laughs> for personal and professional oh wrestling <laughs> reasons. Yep, pretty much. I bought that book for my nephew for Christmas, yeah. and my brother read it to him while I was out there. And that book, there's no redemption at the end. It's just a bad day. No, <laughs> like, and that's nothing right. good happens. That's it life, right. baby. I know. <laughs> yeah I always I was felt a very... shocked though I hadn't you know seen it since I was a kid. i I always felt very connected to that book because I'm an Alexandra and he's an mm. Alexander and he keeps saying he's going to move to Australia. Oh, yeah and I'm half Australian. And I was like, mm-hmm. me too. <laughs> I'm also having a bad day. yeah, a lot of pretty bad things happen too. His On, best in, friend says he's not his best friend anymore, and actually, these oh, other in, two the boys, day. in the day, in yeah. the, I thought you were saying in wrestling. I was like, I oh, agree. We're about to I get mean, into yeah. It. Like, <laughs> speaking of bad days, yesterday sucked. <laughs> no, it is true. He's not. He really is not having a good day for real. Yeah, some days are like that, even in Australia. Yeah, you gotta gotta learn. Okay, let's friggin' talk about it. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if we just turn this pod into like a children's book review thing?
0: <laughs> I would love for us to choose, podcast. take turns choosing one children's book, and it's like one of us reads it to the others, and it addresses like problems that we've been having because you can <laughs> learn from them. You're and supposed
1: to. And the wrestling community says this podcast really, the really touches <laughs> on the hard bus topics. <laughs>
0: the whole bus clapped. <laughs> what if Tony Khan hired us to go read children's books to the wrestlers? <laughs> Remember <laughs> when I said why don't the wrestlers ever tell us what books they've been reading? <laughs> It's kind of an <laughs> ask and answered kind of question
1: <laughs> do you remember when leva bates's like gimmick was that she was the librarian yeah. she should have done more of a gimmick of like i'm going to be bringing literacy to this to this <laughs> company true. that would have been so funny <laughs> what she was, did they she give even, her as a yeah it was, she was like <laughs> oh, that on BTE lately? Yeah.
0: What are you trying to say, Leah?
1: There's, there was someone on BTE that she was trying to teach to read, but who was it? Was it Marco Stunt? Was she? I miss. I think
0: either I, I missed that or I haven't seen that yet. I'm doing a rewatch yeah. of BTE, although I haven't picked it I up haven't in a hot watched minute. All, but I feel like that was before our time, back in the Leah days.
1: When it was just me,
0: yeah. Well, when you- Leah's petting her hair, <laughs> in a like, very... she's remembering like when it was just me and my bucks alone <laughs> together. <laughs> we'll actually do anything not to discuss the wrestling we had watched watch this week. <laughs> it wasn't cool. someone gave Leva Bates. It was like Peter Avalon tried to give her a copy of like Catcher in the Rye or something, and yeah, Alex Reynolds pretended it was from him. Right. She wasn't teaching either of them to read, but it was like that. It was something like Catcher in the Rye. What book was that? Anyway. Okay, guys, we gotta do it. We gotta get into it. This is a good (laughs) this is this is an okay one to start with, okay? So MJF and Punk had their big built up match in Chicago, Punk's hometown, on Dynamite this week. It was forty five minutes, which was very long, but it was a good match. There was one false finish, so MJF choked Punk out with someone has told me here a wrist tape. Mm -hmm. A wrist tape. Great. (laughs) Uh, But then Bryce noticed that, did really good refing and was like, no, you can't do that. So (laughs) you didn't win. So then they kept fighting for quite a bit longer. In the final minutes of the match, MJF was like out, basically, but he wasn't in the ring. Wardlow came out, distracted Punk, uh, passed MJF his diamond ring, secretly, his beautiful diamond ring, (laughs) and uh, that allowed MJF to steal the win. I like that there's... Everyone has only like one special cheat thing. They can use this like a video game, yeah. you know, like. Oh, yeah, that's it, right. It's like what's in your little bag. Right. Like you couldn't bring MJF like, you know, brass knuckles. That would be crazy. He wouldn't know what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be trying to put just on one finger. He's like this. You want me to... <laughs> How does it? It spins. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because they. that's why they can't read. Look at them. They don't know how to use brass knuckles. Oh, damn. Okay. What did everyone think of the match?
1: I thought it was really good. I mean, I enjoyed the false... Finish. i I thought it helped break it up a little bit because otherwise i think it would have been very long and i think that bryce and mjf do very good comedy together they did a good job do you remember when he fought orange cassidy and they did the thing with the bat where like he (laughs) pretended right you know what i'm talking about yeah where he pretended that oc had hit him with the bat and then oc reversed it on him and bryce did the same thing where he came out and was like what are you doing with that bat it was just like the two of them do very very good like miming in a way that isn't like, terrible. I don't know. I just really no, like. No, they him.
0: do. I agree. It's like, it doesn't feel like it's theatrical, but not so over the top that yeah. you're like, this is out of control. Yeah, right. I feel like this match was fine, but I was in such a bad mood from the rest of it that it felt like it went on forever. Like, I couldn't enjoy it that much. Um, I don't know. 45 minutes is a long time. It is a long two. time. I did. I like that they did the false finish. I agree because it was like right when I had said, I, how are how's there going to be thirty more minutes of this? Yeah. Uh, so it's like they saw that coming, and then they so <laughs> good, great job. I was like, oh great, there's 25 minutes left, and the match is over. I guess Dan Lambert is going to come out again and just <laughs> talk <laughs> for 25 minutes. But um, I agree that I was not in the best mood going into it, so it was a little bit yeah. of a slow start. And then I couldn't figure, kind of figure out what to do with the ending. I like was yeah. happy to see Wardlow. I'm not opposed to Wardlow not having face turned, Like I did keep being like he'll definitely do it at Chicago because I love to say things. (laughs) I just say anything that comes (laughs) into my head. But um, I'm not like opposed to what happened really at all I just don't really know what's gonna happen now I'm like okay well then I actually have yeah. no idea what's going on like it felt like the time for the payoff of the Wardlow I thing know. especially because like I hadn't felt like the rest of it was very juicy like MGF and CM Punk like didn't talk at the beginning like they just kind of got into the match and then Wardlow came out I was like oh something interesting is gonna happen and then I was texting my friend Jeff while we were both watching and I was like something interesting is gonna happen and then Wardlow did you know just pass him the ring and then Jeff was like well you're wrong again <laughs> I was like
1: I did yeah. think that they were kind of smooth about that because it did look at the time that he like he just showed up to do nothing yeah. Yeah. like on uh, the first pass through you were like oh you just showed up to look significantly around but then <laughs> right. on the replay they showed you him passing yeah. the ring. And I was yeah. like, oh, that was smooth as hell. That yeah. was really smooth. That yeah. was a cool
0: way to do it. And I did like that MJF won. And then he got to, you know, cry on top of CM Punk about like, beating <laughs> I, his hero it, and When everything. he was crying on CM Punk and then gave CM Punk's, like, arm a little kiss and then got up and was being bad boy, I was like, there's nothing like wrestling. It's yeah. you know, yeah. Even, yeah. even in the worst week where I'm mad at everybody, it <laughs> right. is a special, beautiful thing.
1: Right. Yeah. It was very cool for him that his hero put him over so strongly. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's and cool. And then he, his he first did his, loss
0: in AEW, I mean, that's a big it, deal. In like his hometown, in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. 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 That's cool. And then MJF was doing a little, he was doing his little cross-legged, that was the pipe bomb yeah. reference yes. again, right? Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Um, we know things about wrestling now. Yeah. We, know oh, yeah. the pipe bomb we know the Python promo. That's probably pretty much it. <laughs> pretty I actually much all you seem need to, to know. know these days quite a lot about everything that's going on at WWE, <laughs> even though I don't watch it. But Shane McMahon, am I right? Uh, <laughs> but I didn't. I couldn't tell. And that this could be pure idiocy on my part. Did you feel like at the with the Wardlow thing again that we were supposed to be like Wardlow and MJF have been playing up being in a fight? But then, and now this is kind of like, no, actually, they're not. They're still on the same page, kind of. Or that, like, Wardlow, I couldn't, for once, I couldn't read his face journey. I didn't know yeah. what was going on.
1: I'm yeah. not entirely sure. I think that then, if they are ever going to have Wardlow turn heel, I think that they dropped, I mean, turn face, they dropped, like, the hints about, like, if Wardlow wins a belt, he has to give it to MJF. Yeah. So it's somewhat Interesting. Like, if he goes after the TNT belt and like gets mm-hmm. it from Sammy, that could be a, a place. But I don't, yeah. I don't know what we're really supposed to be thinking right now. No, if it'd be Wardlow gets crazy. the TNT belt from
0: Sammy, is that allowed? Because Sammy is not Wardlow's inner circle counterpart. So, are they even allowed <laughs> to fight? No interactions between no. non-counterparts. <laughs> it'd be crazy to me if MJF and Wardlow were trying to con us because. A lot of Wardlow's face journey has been filmed as though it's like secretive face journey. You know, like the yeah. cameras are catching it, but it's not like a put on. Yeah, but it's not like that secret. Like he well, knows he's on. Cam- I'm like, it's always hard to parse. The like, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to parse in wrestling like how much is like hammy on purpose and how much isn't. You know what I mean? But I haven't gotten the yeah. impression that it's like trickster. I don't know. It seems you know, like an internal Wardlow journey, if you know what I mean. I do actually fully agree. It's literally just that I was like, MJF has been so mean to Wardlow on Twitter recently. And he's always being, he's like, Wardlow's not my favorite big boy. Like that kind of thing. And then (laughs) on his birthday on his his birthday birthday?
1: when him and sean him and sean spears were looking up who else's birthday it was and wishing (laughs) them happy birthday that's comedy (laughs)
0: uh yeah so i was just kind of like and then you don't even help cm punk cm punk uh whatever i don't know yeah
1: i don't know anything I'm not entirely sure what's going on, but like, it also feels like of the sins being committed against us, I'm like, "Minor Wardlow, you are going to get a C and C's get degrees. C's get degrees, you, yeah. Well, and
0: honestly, like, also, like, Wardlow has, like, MDF has pressured him into power bombing when he didn't want to power bomb, so this could just be more the same and, like, it's still going the same direction. For sure. Like, I agree he didn't give very much of it but i thought it was just weird that like his face journey was like with the power bombing his face journey was very much like i don't wanna but i am gonna do it fine and this was so much more unreadable it was like he would put it yeah. all away and actually maybe that's master class acting baby so maybe plus the, like slipping him the ring secretly only on replay replay may have made it like a little weirder what to do with the face in there i don't know well but then know. he was still we were seeing his face after mjf had won and it was like oh yeah yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, whatever. I don't know anything. Let's move on. <laughs> Mox was back in action this week on Rampage and Dynamite. He was the first boy of both shows, which I do think is very funny. Still, they're like, we got to get that rowdy boy out there. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> he's got to get his yayas out real quick. <laughs> so on Rampage, he fought Anthony Bowens with Max Caster ringside. He was sexually deranged happened in this match i was like what is the explanation what
1: are you doing he has this whole vibe i think he probably has always have had it but because i haven't seen him in a while and he seems very amped up it seems bigger than normal where he just seems to like explode out of whatever door he comes out of yeah. and is like hey i'm here and i'm gonna fuck shit up and so he exploded onto that ring and was like when they came out and was just like, oh, I'm going to do weird shit. I'm just going to do weird shit. And no one's going to stop me. He was licking yeah. the
0: palm. He kept putting his licked palm. Like, I was just <laughs> like, oh, okay. Rubbing
1: it. Rubbing, rubbing it on it. Anthony Bowens' like back and like yeah, neck. Yeah. I was like,
0: "What?" He's- Bringing is, a real like joyful physicality to everything he's you know, doing—that is a really good way of putting it—and a Thank joyful so physicality. <laughs> I love that. I've been watching um, Frasier like before I go to bed at night, and I just came across the episode where Eddie the dog is really depressed, and they bring in a dog psychiatrist, and then it turns out he was just had lost his favorite toy. So I was just thinking about Mox the whole time because that's his own metaphor for how he felt about wrestling. Yeah. at WWE versus AEW, but he is just. I mean, uh, just a happy little dog. I
1: yeah. would give conservatively $600,000 for Kelsey Grammer to commentate AEW <laughs> <A-W. laughs> in character as Frazier. Yeah. Oh
0: but for $600,000, he should have to do it for a year. <laughs> 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 okay, Leah, don't give the milk away. Make the cow pay. <laughs> I agree, Shasta. Uh, <laughs> So <laughs> not like that <laughs> uh yeah but that was fun I mean the acclaimed are just like they're just the best actually <laughs> they, yeah. they just are good at what they do which is being fucking annoying uh and then on dynamite Mox. Had a match scheduled against a man named Brian Kendrick, I think, mm-hmm. uh, that got canceled because it turned out he was a Holocaust denier <laughs> <laughs> and conspiracy oh theorist, uh, and that was oh. uh, it was canceled at the last minute. So he ended up rematching Yuta, who he had previously squashed, and Orange Cassidy and Danhausen were ringside. Someone said something about this, so maybe we'll talk about this first. Was this a good second Danhausen appearance?
1: I didn't think so because like correct. <laughs> it's kind of like a
0: teacher thing where it's like class do we think that that's a smart thing to do?
1: <laughs> Bringing him out like this made me be like, "Oh, you didn't have a plan for him. You don't. You didn't have a whole way that you were going to introduce him to the audience. I don't think they that must this have was had it, something
0: else in mind like, that they
1: were willing to throw out to have him do weird shit behind. I Yoda. don't know. I, it's not right. I'm like I don't Tony. Know. Maybe they do you think
0: that like OC know. and like pitched it themselves like and Danhausen they're like hey we'll bring him out like we have to put together like a Uta match at the last second. Yeah
1: maybe. It's possible just because it was so last minute but both of them usually have a better grasp of how they want like their characters to go over that i don't, I don't people were know. really
0: weird. excited for that brian kendrick match before he turned out to be a holocaust denier so <laughs> i wonder if there was a little bit of a like okay lovingly yuda it's not enough to just send you out like we gotta send a couple of stars out that'll like get people <laughs> rowdy the way they would have been for the holocaust denier <laughs> do you it's guys really not funny that he's a Holocaust no. it's not funny but up. it's like it's okay. really terrible but just feels very it was classic. like an arrested development comedy afternoon on <laughs> yeah. twitter though you know what i mean like you, you know, ever, it was you just ever like, see that sure,
1: okay you ever see that tumblr joke that's like somebody will start a post with a piece of information and be like did you know that this and then somebody will reblog and be like that's not that's absolutely <laughs> yeah. not true and then the third person will be like i love tumblr posts where it's net zero information yes. <laughs> and that's that's me with brian kendrick because i saw him and I was like my entire Twitter feed was like he's such a great wrestler it's very exciting yeah. everyone's in yeah. for it and I was like maybe I'll give this new man a shot and the very next day they were like and he uh, milkshake duck has been canceled fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> I repeat the man has been canceled <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, net zero
1: information <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did have some ringside uh match teasing between Mox and OC I. Know that some people were like, Mock should have fought OC like last night as the replacement. That's crazy. We want to build up that sexy tension, and it's a match that people really want to see. So it's like, don't do it at the last minute. And then you blow your load and you can't do it the right way. Yeah, exactly. do it right. That's got to have a lot of like emotional resonance. I want to see a storyline before it's that. It's got to be funny. Happens. It's got to be exactly. A, you
1: know, yeah. It's got to be. I want to see. I want to see a road to dynamite about it. I yeah. want to see promos. Like you know, it's mm-hmm. not going to be a two-hour notice, my friends. I want to see Mox yeah. licking his palm. And thought. And thought. And thought.
0: That's all um, I need, really. <laughs> And then he did some back scratching in this one. Yeah, I mean, he's really varying up the weird sexual things he's doing to men's backs, which I appreciate about him. The
1: back scratching was crazy because commentary was like, "Look how brutal this is," and I was like, <laughs> "That looks so nice. I, I would know. love if he did that to me. Like, I think I would love it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> just looked at that. It's like if somebody could be doing that to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Rene, I could just see myself being like, "Yeah, right for there, you. right there. A little to the left, a little to the left." <laughs>
0: Okay, and then finally on Dynamite, after the match, which Yuta lost, but it took him a while, so that's character growth, uh, (laughs) Brian Danielson came out, he asked the crowd if they wanted to see him and Mox fight, which I was like, that's a very, like, weird thing to just immediately (laughs) say, bad, but then he spun it, and was like, no, I don't want us to fight, I want us to get married and kidnap other people's sons. So he was like, you and I could become a force to be reckoned with. And we could take all of these like young boys, like Lee Moriarty and Daniel Garcia and Yuda from their useless father lovers. And we could be their father lovers and we could make this place our castle or whatever. Um, and yeah, so what about that, huh? <laughs> I-, I liked it. I, it was not what I was expecting to happen out of this feud. Like, I thought they were just gonna, like, glare at each other and whatever, but this was like, oh, this is gonna, like, give some resonance for if Mox turns him down or if Mox doesn't. Like, either way, I'm intrigued, like, much more than when I just thought it was gonna be, like, guys posturing at each other, basically.
1: Mm. I don't think that it's in Mox's character to say yes, but mm. I keep trying to think about what would <laughs> happen if he did. And he and Brian Anderson did just start a school for boys. And just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just a giant orphanage. Like. <laughs> well, what if it's like they steal the boys, and then the other factions have to come together to rescue their stolen boys? I was thinking mm. like you unexpected could do, alliances. You could
1: do like a tournament of sons, where like yeah. two point has to defeat uh, Mox and uh, kind and of like Daniel had to get their situation. son back. Child
0: soldiers. <laughs> <Childs>. <laughs> Kind of Peter Pan and the Lost Boys meets uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> work, work on that for the pitch meeting. Not get without the, my daughter. I think maybe. Oh my god! <laughs> Fully forgot about not my daughter. Not without my daughter. Well, that's I, I shouldn't tell the story. Actually, I can't really get into it.
1: Sarah I'm, was saying that she uh, she would love for BTE to have like a segment that they don't explain and it's no longer than like six seconds where like john silver opens a door and Dan- daniel garcia lee moriarty and uh, willa yuda are standing there talking seriously with their heads together like what the fuck is going on
0: oh i would love that well they were on twitter uh daniel garcia and lee moriarty were like both like whoa hold up
1: (laughs) let let the man speak let him speak
0: i know the what was the exchange daniel garcia said what if and matt 2.0 said what if your ass out of (laughs) here
1: What I if you loved- had a different
0: dad? Well, you don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I want a loved- better dad. I loved all the replies to Daniel Garcia being like, if you betray your father, so help me God.
0: <laughs> he better not. Because no. uh, or we'll come get him. I'll yeah. come pick him up. Yeah. I didn't really like it. I don't I just don't know what's going on, and that's not what I like. And I did the first time, so at the end of this, uh Brian Danielson, he said a lot of stuff that it was like real dan lambert light stuff and as we're going to get into in the next section we'd already seen dan lambert twice or we ended up seeing him twice we ended up seeing him twice so it's like we didn't need more dan lambert light but it was for yourself
1: Allie. you
0: you know what you're right i shouldn't speak for my co-host and leah when you want (laughs) to describe how (laughs) horny you get for dan lambert you don't feel (laughs) inhibited by me okay you say what you need to say um Yeah, but it's just like that he was being like, we don't need a millennial cowboy or a Sammy Guevara blog boy to be our, like, champions or a dinosaur and a little boy (laughs) to be our champion. And I was just like, okay, well, I don't like... I don't find that interesting. It's not interesting to me because I'm already getting it from another angle that I don't like. Right. Um, And then at the end, when Danielson left, he did a hesitation thing where it was like, which tunnel am I going to take? And at first I was like that's fucking crazy since this man just had two insane blood matches with hangman. So it's like, yeah, he's a heel. But then I was like, Oh my God, are they saying that like, it could be a face turn thing where they're going to, turn the heel thing around and be like no it's actually good for him and mox to be kidnapping sons and then I lost my mind even more and I was like you can't do it to me I don't like Brian Danielson as a heel and I don't want it to be happening and I guess I do want him to be a stern face again but it's just making me and I know that a lot of this happened because of shifting plot lines at the Mm -hmm. last minute because of mox like we're still in the reverberations But I just became so tired and despondent and was like, I hate it. I hate everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm morose. Did you guys think, what did you think? Did you think it was that like we were supposed to be like, he is a heel or that like, what if he could be a face? To me, it felt like a heel thing that he was talking uh, like it felt very like mox come to the dark side with me but i mean i don't know if that's what they're like well, i agree but it's like, it like he's I been mean, a heel there's been yeah. no it's like has not been halfway there it hasn't even no. been like mr cody halfway there of just no like, he was I be very he's been very bad <laughs> he's been really badly behaved he was real mean to hangman <laughs> so it's like not in doubt yeah. Crazy. No, agreed. Uh, yeah, if they are, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's troubling know. for sure. I mean, I would, I would like it if Brian Anderson went face again, but that was not what the promo was doing. The promo no. stuck with heel to me for sure.
1: I agree. <laughs> I agree, and <laughs> <laughs> I wish this podcast could like. explaining your eyes when you said that where your eyes were like so huge being like I agree (laughs) I don't know
0: I just think I just feel confused and I'm mad and I agree that it was a more interesting angle than I expected but I'm just so mad at everything else that I can't really be happy about it yeah at this point in the show I hadn't become angered (sighs) yet and in retrospect it is certainly more infuriating It was my first angering moment, but many Mm. more to come as we (laughs) immediately get into Ladies Let's Discuss. Dan Lambert so Ugh. this man was in two segments on Dynamite this week two separate segments two separate, separate storylines they are different storylines and he is in both of them the do first, you think we pissed off Tony Khan for some in some way how like, is Tony Khan having an affair with Dan Lambert like Lambert isn't even a wrestling so. guy right like the way they're acting it's like he's Well, he's some on kind impact like, now too so he's oh trying to be God. in the wrestling biz God. like he's got some whole thing going on I mean, they treat him like he's, like, Ric Flair or something where, like, a 37-year-old wrestling nerd would be, like, creaming himself over it. It's the way, like, Dan Lambert gets thrown into everything, and I just don't understand it.
1: Well, uh, the you way know, Marty and Sarah talk, like, Marty does. Like, Marty... He but he, like, watches himself? Ultimate
0: <laughs> Fighting, doesn't yeah. he?
1: Well, I guess he's the... But there ASB must be overlap. There must be yeah. overlap, I and mean, it's like,
0: it, are you trying to increase the overlap? You Like, do, are you trying to bring UFC people into the brand? Which yeah. is... Not compatible with the goal of bringing women to the table.
1: (laughs) Certainly not the way they're doing it. (laughs) It's an ultimatum,
0: Tony. It's them or us. And that's not true because we will continue to show up. But we are not going to be giving you the accolades (laughs) that you have enjoyed thus far. It is going to be stern mamas. angry women. Yeah. Well, so Dan Lambert, let's talk about the first one. So he came out. So it was Brandy came out. She was doing a heel promo on the crowd where it was like a real clear heel promo. Like she's calling them Cleveland. They don't like that. They're Chicago, that kind of thing. Then Dan Lambert, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky came out and they were also being heels, but they were being heels to her with misogyny. Mostly Dan Lambert, <laughs> I will say. I don't think Ethan yeah. Page or Scorpio Sky really said anything, which is a waste of their talents. It but, is a waste. Um, yeah. So they were just, and I was just because the. Last time Dan Lambert did a promo on Brandy, it was super. I don't even remember what he said, but it was horrifyingly misogynistic. Yeah. So I was just like cringing the whole time, waiting for it. And then he like again did it. Yeah, we got and right then, to it. It's it's breast stuff. It's porn stuff. It's yeah, like, it's just, like gross sex stuff. I know. And then like the crowd started chanting, "Shut the fuck up!" at Brandy, right. which was like was oh, so kind we're of like, all oh, like God. on board with this. Well, like, it's
1: one of those horrible situations where like I think she's tainted with cody's go home heat plus i don't think she was ever well liked as like a personality anyways and so like i i i don't know that the 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 shut the fuck up was particularly them picking dan lambert over brandy but it sure as a watcher felt that way and didn't feel good no, yeah. and, and it, it felt it, to
0: me like the stuff he was saying was like an automatic disqual. It's like not you know not as bad as Holocaust denying, but it's like an automatic like you're yeah, right, that's and it wasn't as bad as Holocaust <laughs> denying. <laughs> <laughs> well no like but it was kind of thing too. where it's like if you're gonna pick sides and one guy is saying like gross misogynistic thing and the other one has insulted the city of chicago like yeah. it feels bad to jump on the side of the misogynist you know? uh, totally no, I agree. I yeah agree. it was really bad feeling and it was kind of like also in a way where you're like well what did you want people to do which a lot of times in wrestling you can tell what the intent was like this is right. who we want yeah. you to cheer for and like maybe you do maybe you don't this was something where i was like i have no fucking clue what you thought was going to happen here because it's like brandy came out and like on purpose was like being like i'm a bad girl not in a weird way and then (laughs) uh then dan lambert comes out. it's just like everyone is just up there nobody is sympathetic i hate all of these people then a ufc woman who wasn't allowed to fight anyone in the inner circle feud or whatever comes out and then she's beating up brandy and then all the women in the locker room come out to break them which, up which was insane
1: it was insane <laughs> did you notice that it was only the faces none of the heels came out it was just the face oh, women. i was
0: wondering but then huh. i was confused because i was like what is there why do they even want to break this up why do they give a shit right what People do they fight give a every shit? day and nobody yeah. comes and stops right
1: them. And like it, it just makes me think of like Aubrey just ran into the women's locker room and was like, "If we, could we get some help around here? And no. then only, <laughs> some only, the face, only the faces volunteered and like Brit and like the other uh, heels were like, oh, fuck that. OK, well, the mental
0: <laughs> image of like Brit just like looking at her nails and rolling her eyes like I will not be helping is really making. And Matt Jackson's in there, too, of course. And he's just like, absolutely not. Yeah, we I mean, it's his locker room. Yeah, it's his locker room. We didn't see a single young buck. I We can't get into it right now we can't get into it we can't get into it we're moving on okay so that all happened um and then what I didn't even put the second thing in oh it's that I was moving into the next segment okay guys I got it I got it so (laughs) the the next Dan Lambert appearance hangman came out and very relatably was just like I'm having a bad week Me too, buddy. Me (laughs) Me too. And for every reason. He said, the weather is bad. I'm feeling pent up and insane. I don't get to fight anybody. Uh, My house is covered in mushy peas because of my beautiful little baby. Uh, I need Lance Archer to come fight me right now. I was like, this is great. I love Hangman. But who comes out? It's fucking Dan Lambert, (laughs) Jake the Snake Roberts, and Lance Archer. Lance, this isn't about you. You are fine. why except that you're happened. for some reason associating with these two other men there's no reason for dan lambert to be in here at all like jake the snake is already he, lance archer's little manager the poor man already has one paternal figure who is not a caring father lover and now he has <laughs> two yeah. it's actually so messed up the man needs to be adopted like why you yeah. know what Bri- brian danielson why don't you adopt yeah him? Lance Archer it, could use a caring father lover
1: yeah and it it feels like an Ethan and Scorpio thing where I'm like as far as I've been able to tell Lance Archer's not bad at giving promos no he's good yeah. why right. he he doesn't need he doesn't one need, man yeah. to speak for him never mind two men to speak for him no Ridiculous. it's crazy
0: it's a waste yeah it's like if you yeah take some of the little idiots like give Dante a manager to tell us what he's doing My God, <laughs> you're like passing every people day. out I wish (laughs) 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 we are having some problems backstage. Yeah, this was, it was so frustrating. And especially when it, like I was already so mad at Dan Lambert and then he like came out to be infuriating again. And and it's like wasting hangman who i'm always delighted to see i know it is like it that's a net it's like a net zero thing where i'm like i get a big positive and a big negative well now i am i'm nothing, I'm nothing. i got nothing, nothing. Yeah. yeah so anyway so hangman is gonna fight do you Lance. think we would feel better if we got to do some violence like hangman was saying <laughs> actually we be yes, having a better because week? <laughs> sometimes when i am watching when i am wa- sometimes when i'm watching wrestling i am like I really get it. And I kind of wish I'd gotten into this and that I had like an outlet, you know, body slam somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should get a punching bag at least Mm. like Sandra Bullock, like kind of a nineties Sandra Bullock (laughs) side punching bag in my living room. Yeah. I think that'd be good. That could be cool. Okay. Well, we're coming up with ideas even in the darkest of times. Uh, So hangman and Lance Archer did do a little violence. Thank God he got that. He did need it. And they're going to fight again in their Texas death match. So let's, this is kind of a sidelong thing, but we got an Adam Cole promo on dynamite where he was like, my loss record is untainted by my situation with OC. It was like, it's a fluke. Don't worry about it. It's not on my record. That was fun and fine. Love you, Adam Cole. You're a good boy. You're bad, but you're good. And uh, (laughs) then he very aggressively is like, I will prove to all of you that I'm a great fighter and I will fight evil Uno, and I will destroy <laughs> him. And I was like, "Out, where is this coming from? This is like, you know, when people are so like w- are like saying that the Young Bucks don't set stuff up, but they do. Well, this, I was like, Adam Cole, you should have consulted a Young Buck about this because I have no yeah. fucking clue what's happening. <laughs> it was so weird. It just came out of nowhere. It was like, are we? Is evil Uno in the mix? I didn't know you knew who evil Uno was. Like, Adam Cole did on BTE this week. He seems to have finally like halfway accepted that it's like he really needs alex reynolds and john silver in his life so i was like <laughs> if this were a custody battle i would really support that i love that but there yeah. hasn't been any setup for that actually no, no, no. that would have been a great way if you wanted to fight evil you know yeah. we'd say i need i'm gonna take john silver and alex reynolds away from you <laughs> i need my little lackeys to be 100 percent like for me sure that would have worked But I guess what people are theorizing, and Leah, I think you brought this up, so do you want to explain it?
1: Yeah, so actually we talked about, Sarah and I talked about it before the episode, which is important to say, because she was like, Reddit has a theory that Adam Cole versus Hangman is going to be the main event at Revolution, so we should start seeing setup for that. And she's like, but... It's either going to be that or they're going to wait for Kenny to come back if they want Kenny to be involved. And I was like, oh, I think I don't want Kenny to be involved because I think that Adam Cole versus Hangman could be very sexy without the Kenny baggage. And so we're like, we were give like, give them
0: the chance to try and set that up for sure. Yeah,
1: so. like it just it does it doesn't need to be a continuation of the Kenny stuff. It could be its own thing and have that be very fun. So I was think I had that in my mind where I was like, oh, like when he started giving the promo, I was like, I wonder if they're going to start moving towards setting it up. And then when he said Uno, I was like, the thing is that if they do, if they do a thing where Adam Cole has to go through the Dark Order to get to Hangman, that's just a Retread Repeat. of what they did with yeah. Brian Danielson, and if he starts fighting the Dark Order, like the elite can't fight the Dark Order again. You know, no. like I don't really want the Bucks fighting the Dark Order again. So it's like, is it going to be Red Dragon fighting the? I, I just, I don't, mm. I, like I was very confused. Where I was like, oh, that's oh, I, ex- I actually did not uh. expect some setup, but that's, <laughs> not not like this. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't. It's like I don't even know what to say because I was sitting over here being like, what. I don't know. Like there are like some path. I, yeah, I don't, I haven't even dealt with any of that. There are some pathways into like a hangman <laughs> thing that I think potentially would have been better that like, especially cause it's like hangman and Adam Cole do have a lot of history Mm -hmm. uh they have like shared buck related freak stuff (laughs) that could come into play and it's kind of like obviously it's just a comedy thing they're doing but it is kind of funny for like John Silver and Alex Reynolds to be doing they're like we love Adam Cole we are like hanging with you you're our sexy boy but they're also friends with hangman so you have like a little it's really easy to like do a little accidental encounter because of that and then like Adam Cole and Hangman are finally having to like interact and we start playing that out. That scene doesn't seem to have happened and then you're right that I have no clue like you you can't do a Bucks thing with the Dark Order again
1: because we did do that pretty recently. Mhm. I have no clue. And they've seemed to have dropped the Red Dragon versus Elite stuff so like yeah. it's going to be weird. At least. Yeah, it's going to be weird if the Red Dragon if Re- it's Red Dragon against the Dark I don't know, it just none of it really makes a yeah, yeah. if
0: they I, wanted to do hangman versus adam cole it'd be interesting to get it into those like elite fractures like with red dragon and adam cole and you know like all that history but this is it not... kind of
1: just it can't involve the dark order if it's going to be right. sexy like it just exactly. can't no they're yeah. horn sucks <laughs> lovingly <laughs> love them so much to i've some never right wanted some of guys and they really
0: suck it right out of the room <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah I don't know what's gonna happen you know what we're gonna move on because we can't solve it ladies we're not in Tony Khan's mind and we can't solve <laughs> it. Hallie thank god
1: d- do you have a positive thing to tell us next did I no, no, you don't. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> no, from here on Maybe? out I think it's just terrible thing after terrible thing pretty much.
0: Yeah, it is all pretty bad. It it's all pretty bad. I think when we get to Rapid Fire we got a couple fun ones. We got one fun one. You know what <laughs> ladies, you know what it is. Don't get say psyched. it. Keep it in your mind. There you go. Uh Julia Hart and Jade fought on last week's Rampage. I watched this with some non-wrestling fan friends of ours, gay and they had a really good time and you know what i really liked getting to see someone for the first time be like wow these bodies up to this <laughs> so that was nice that's a positive thing that's true yeah. it wasn't a squash squash i mean i know you guys both said squash but it was like seven no it,
1: eight it minutes was like it was it was two squash. minutes it was not was it really it was two minutes it yeah. was lo-
0: which is quite a bit longer than many of jade's squashes so you're it's both Wow, i really remembered that it's I guess it's that I filmed our friends watching it for six minutes in a totally normal way. Everything I've said is fine for fun. Um, Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. It was quick then. But I, yeah. Okay. Um, It was not a long match. There was not really any emotional component to the match. I phrased that as a question here, but uh, it's not really. What did you think? I don't know. Say what you want. I will. I'll start with the positive. I really like Julia Hart's. Dark green gear. I thought that was cool. I thought she looked like a snake girl. Like, the whole thing was, like, veering more towards, like, a dark heart vibe, which is how we like her. So, like, I like that. On the negative side, I was looking forward to this because I was getting kind of amped for Julia Hart, and then it was just over in five seconds, and it was like, no.
1: I was excited to test out the theory that Jade would do better against Slower wrestlers. And I mean, she didn't look bad, I but it's they like. Both
0: looked good. Although, of yeah. course, I seem to have blacked out and <laughs> don't know how
1: long it was going on. Yeah, for. I can't. I mean, I don't think that they looked bad, but like, usually when they do squashes like that, it's like because they don't trust Jade to do it any longer. And it's like, well, come on. But isn't
0: her- it? I mean, yeah. it's like, how? I don't know. I just feel like it's like now they're in a weird place where it's like they've sat, she's squashed so many people. That, like, when she doesn't squash someone, it's, like, pretty significant. And, like, with Anna J, they did all that setup where they have Anna J being, like, I've been made dark by my death match. And, like, <laughs> now I have the power to fight you. And then they had a long match. Like, it feels, like, kind of, like, they have to, like, come up with a reason that it's, like, okay, this is now why this person can actually, like, go to the mat yeah. with her. And they didn't have that with Julia Hart. And, like, narratively... Wow. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, You're well, right,
1: but they I sh- they sure have backed themselves in a corner. Huh? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's crazy. Right. I don't
0: like it, but because then it's like she's the TNT champion. Like we're excited for like the women to get some more time with having this belt, but if they get like a two minute match because like they can't have Jade yeah. wrestle for longer, it's just like garbage. I know. And it's like we deserve to see. We deserve <laughs> to see long match. All of this week was just like let's alienate women. Yeah, <laughs> let's make them feel like they're not welcome here. Yeah. I don't know, Bummer Town. <laughs> but they did both look good. They both look good, cute girls. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Penta and Pack fought Bronk and Malachi. <laughs> you know what? Bronk is a bright Bronk is a bright spot because every time I think Bronk to myself, I happy. Uh, you were I, talking about Brody King.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I imported. We that. Will be calling Bronk for yeah. forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. forever. I imported that into Sarah's living room without explaining it to her, and just started calling him Bronk, and she kept being like, "What is what? Why? Why?" And I was like, he looks like a Bronk now.
0: Yeah. He just no. Bronk now." Uh, so he and Malachi, uh, king husbands, but also on the, the
1: demoted, demoted. Yeah, well, demo- the in
0: their own commentary, kingdom, said <laughs> kings, but the Chiron said
1: knights. So what
0: is the truth?
1: It is yeah. going to be so fucking funny if they switch to the Knights of the Black Throne because they got demoted <laughs> out of their own game. They cannot, that cannot
0: have been on purpose, but if it was, <laughs> you know what, that's a positive for the episode, too, because that's fun. That's fucking funny. Um. So they had a match with, Pen- oh, I already said this. I started the sentence by saying Penta, Penta and Pac versus Bronk and Malachi. I couldn't, I don't know what it is about. I think it's like Penta and Pac somehow are causing it. Pac is probably the number one problem causing it. I love Pac, not against him. It's just something about his look where it's like he gets in a match with three other men and I'm like, these men are all interchangeable to me. They're just all big men fighting. And I can't, even though I know that Bronk and Malachi, lovers, would never be parted and be on opposite sides of a match, I still kept being like, I don't know who's fighting. I don't know who's fighting who. I don't even know who's here. No, it's crazy because Pac has like a really distinctive look, but he does have some kind of and when he's with Penta and really Death Triangle as a whole, like they end up having an FTR thing with me where it's like yeah. they just slide right out of my brain. It can't hang on to it. No. I don't know what it is. It's just but, powerful like, men gathered powerfully Right,
1: like, yeah nameless. I don't I don't like pe- a pack in tag matches because I find him much more interesting in singles because he is a drama queen well he's like, only he, been doing tag matches recently I know yeah, but like he. I just think he's such a little drama queen that it's like <laughs> when he gets when he gets given a little spotlight he really like makes a meal out of it in this much yeah. more subtle Even way all what? the blindness stuff this week yeah I mean him coming out with that s- s- blindfold it was like a gray lace blindfold you know and what this was,
0: was a highlight too these guys actually yeah, have quite a few highlights, highlights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was a good match and he was using alex Aberhentes is like a guide dog yeah <laughs> to get down to the uh ring and then he took like what like two bumps or something and was like just kidding I can see the whole time
0: it was crazy it was I mean it was insane <laughs> I don't know what it was for it was like he's just like actually I did solve the goo issue but then the match ended <laughs> with Malachi gooing yet again and I think Brunk got it so I don't know like if they're gonna Tony Khan's Pen- gonna have to uh, get a little Pen- store of it. eye patches or Pen- something yeah. for boxes. I like how
1: she she split them up again
0: <laughs> do, who, what did they do you, you said, said Brunk got, got it did he not get the goo you he think you think Malachi? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Malachi wouldn't wouldn't would, do his own husband. Well.
1: <laughs> people, do mean, <laughs> people do it. every day. mean, only in specific
0: circumstances.
1: People do it every day. Marjorie, can you cut that? <laughs> you know, no,
0: Marjorie, don't you dare. You know what? Um, they should invest in backstage is one of those chemical eyewash stations that you have yeah. in a lab. That is in there. I, I think eyewash and by Tony's standards. Oh yeah. And like a full shower Full too. shower. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And then they have, to they get can use in it, it to get wet anyway, before the match. <laughs> We're full of ideas. <laughs> Tony Khan, you need some help this week. You need it more than ever. And these ideas are hotter than ever. So hit us up. Um, yeah, that's all oh. I had about this. I don't know. if You guys yeah. got anything else? Those were the delightful parts of the match. Overall, like I did find it like Pack and Penta together slide out of my brain. Like I don't. I like like Bronk is nice on the old Twitter, but so like Bronk in the ring is just like oh, just I a don't big know. man. No offense, yeah. Bronk, and
1: I'm not. That was you, that was the <laughs> only thing that stuck in my mind is that. When Bronk finally got into the ring, because Malachi was in it for a while, and he just towered over all of those men, because like Penta is a large man. I've seen Penta near many men, and I'm like, Penta is a large <laughs> not man to Bronk. not near Bronk. <laughs> <laughs> Penta- I they
0: took they took the AEW roster and just took like a, a height order picture, you know, Absolutely. just like lined yeah. up in order of height, and you know. that's all I want. That's all bit. I want. Tony, call. Please call. <laughs> 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 we'll come take the picture if that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, speaking of relative sizes, Nyla and Ruby also had a dynamite match this week. This one was really fun. Very dynamic. Really fun. Size difference stuff in, like, a great way. And they both have, like, really different styles because Nyla is mm-hmm. so, like, she's, like, just wants to Hulk slam. And Ruby has a really, like, darty vibe. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Rancid showed They both up. got
0: such... I was very excited so to see Mr. Rancid over there. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's having a great time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lars. And he... He loves uh, Ruby Soho yeah. so much. Yeah.
0: He had a great vibe so of cute. just like I'm so fucking happy to be here. Of course, yeah. I gave you my song. I love wrestling. I was like, Mr. Rancid. I'm so sorry that you had to be here tonight. Of all my,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is and not sorry right. We really didn't give you the
0: showing that you deserved, Tony. Yeah. Did you even think about the fact that Mr. Rancid was coming when you were booking <laughs> this show? We've got company here, Tony. <laughs> you make me. I sick. know. I like. Feel, I feel so fond of celebrities that love wrestling now. Whereas before, I would just think it was like a like a weird little like like okay, I guess. But yeah. now it's like Mr. Rancid. You and I are in the same community. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. it's a small closed community.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we're all people. friends here. The internet wrestling community. We get along really well, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we all love each other. It's mm-hmm. a real uh, lot of bonding, happy yeah. kitten stuff. Um, th- where did this storyline come from? Does anyone remember? Can anyone I tell me? The, the Ruby and Nyla thing, yeah, it's yeah. from
1: the TBS belt. Oh, okay, TBS all right, yeah, yeah that's people.
0: making me reach back like uh, like a month, right? So I know that's you the know thing that's with like having <laughs> having so little time for the women's matches is like it's hard to keep more than one storyline going at a time. So then, like, you get Ruby and Nyla back, and you're like, oh, I haven't seen them in a while. What have they been up to? And it's hard to remember. Yeah, in fairness, I don't think it really needed that much. Like, it's like it felt. It felt emotionally good and dynamic without me really knowing why it was happening. I will say, they they're both good, good wrestlers. Personalities, no, yeah, the and they've got such distinctive little characters, and mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a little dip back into the. Just the waters of sexism. Uh, <laughs> JR, out of control, as per usual, uh, did like was just trying to be like in a normal way for wrestling, be like, Nyla Rose is big and Ruby is small. And that creates a dynamic with their physicality in the match. <laughs> but when he said that Nyla was big, he just like kept being like, not being rude, not trying Oof. to be rude. And it's like yeah. saying not being rude. Is the rude part, Jr. Because it's saying that you are that you think that women's bodies are for mm-hmm. the consumption of the male gaze, which has been trained mm-hmm. by our society to desire thinness and smallness, mm-hmm. and so it's inherently rude, in your opinion, to say that a woman is mm-hmm. not small. When and it's like she's literally like taller. Like she's it's a not fucking <laughs> buff bitch. Like, she's, she's really, really a strong. strong.
1: As her gimmick ugh. says, she's the beast. She's, the, she's beast. the beast.
0: It made me it made me crazy. It's like in like crazy in a way where I'm just like, "Oh my god, I'm an adult woman and I have to go back to my like college gender 101 class to think about this." Like ugh. <laughs> I know. Tired. And commentary like this is the kind of misstep they make like all the time with women where yeah. they're like, "Oh, got a great wrestler's body." Uh, don't mean anything negative. And it's like, "Well, now it sounds negative right. like you jerk offs." And it's like I can I like feel very fond of jr most of the time despite everything about him and all the thing he says you know but it's like in this episode it really just felt like look tony khan you can have jr or you can have dan lambert but you can't have both of them in one episode and you can't have yeah and you can't have brian danielson being dan lambert light while jr is saying no offense about the women's bodies like we it's the hell cherry on the black Sunday, like the the dark goo the goo <laughs> the goo <laughs> flames <laughs> at the side of my face yes. i know it's like i just want to watch my little wrestling and not think about how terrible the world is oh, and everything in it and you just brought it back to me and it's not and fun
1: if i hear one more person say that the key to getting women into wrestling is to make a new total divas i'm gonna fucking lose my mind know, because lazy. that may or may not be tr- like something that would help but it's this shit that's yeah. really like yeah. is, right. is going to make me. It's die. like yeah, I would stop worrying
0: about drawing women in and start worrying about actively them repelling away. them out, like because honestly, that's what you've been doing, and like just be a little more conscious of like not being like misogynist. And it's yeah. like, openly C- crazy too, because it's like to what end is so much of this happening? You know, it's like yeah. why do we have to like what is the sexism for a purpose? Like yeah, it's yeah, nice. I think just I mean.
1: As three women who enjoy a we large men. amount of media, <laughs> women, yeah, we. I think all three of us have consumed things that weren't tons good. Like yeah, but we, like, but we were like, but we were like, I, I can. Really, just, but I'm <laughs> watching it all <laughs> happily,
0: and I love to be like, I loved all this stuff about this, and this part didn't make me feel good, and that's okay. I am not someone who but, is throwing yeah. a lot of stuff in the trash.
1: No. Right, but like my point is that like when you can see what they were trying to do yeah. and like you're like right i would have done it differently
0: yeah but right. i can
1: see what was happening and i'm putting it aside because i like these other things that's one thing but when you're just offending me for the sake of fucking offending me that's yeah. when i'm like tony if you don't pick up my phone calls i swear <laughs> god i'll
0: <laughs> yeah, pick you exactly up. it's like you I'll could have cut all these things f- <laughs> yeah you could have cut all these things from the episode and lost absolutely nothing like it yeah. did not contribute which it's like they can't control i mean they can't control jr at all but i do think (laughs) yeah i mean like like, i sit the commentary to a get a woman on commentary like (laughs) you have i know you have fucking people who could do it or you could start training them on dark or whatever like fucking do it it's not crazy to ask for and like just sit your commentary teams (laughs) down and be like it is good for women to be strong. It is yeah, cool yeah. for women to be strong and to have the bodies that they have, yeah. whatever those bodies are, and to use Look them how, how they use them in the ring. And right. you do Look not have to qualify Look how strong and functional it. they are. They don't need to be sexy. And like... Honestly, like, because I I have been watching Total Divas and enjoying it, but it's crazy. But um, the interesting <laughs> thing about watching it is, like, the little window on WWE it's giving me where, like, apparently WWE men were called superstars and the women were called <laughs> divas until, like, 2016 yeah. when they make yeah. a big deal of, like, now you're superstars, too, because you put in all the work. And it's just like, yeah, because it was just all, like, sexy ladies. So it's like, of course they are saying bullshit like that because right. they were just, like, out there to be cheerleaders or whatever. But it's like, yeah, you could run the commentary table through some some like very basic wrestling like don't be this way right training
1: (laughs) i'm picturing us running this class where we show (laughs) jr a clip and we say jr describe what you see in this clip and then we have like a little shock collar around his neck and every time he says something terrible we shock him
0: (laughs) or we just actually conversion therapy tactic (laughs) we can use it for good (laughs) absolutely so jr jr great job great job few notes (laughs) it's just like it's it just feels i think it just feels bad it's like it's fucking 2022 like are you even talking about this backstage like come on yeah it just really feels like they're not and it's like how many women are like in leadership at AEW? you know it's all these things where it's like i enjoy the product as a whole and this episode just really went over the top where it's like yeah what is happening Let's talk about two and a half good things to just to get us out of the red zone. Because I am hot, hot, hot. Uh, I don't remember anything about this. So could, could anyone else explain what's been going on with Private Party and Jurassic Express and the Ass Boys? I know I loved it, but I think I missed some of it.
1: I can't say that I know exactly how the <laughs> gun club is relating to the... Uh, to private party i don't i think they're two different storylines i think am i wrong In i thought they, i, I Club think came that's into right, one of the I, matches. am i making this up maybe it's a different no match. but like i don't think that they came in to help like, private party no. i think they separately were like yeah and again i just want to make everyone aware we're very angry at jungle boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's a, the ass stuff is all coming together because private party <laughs> this is the everyone Leah, has da, decided da, da, da. to pound to pound ass, ass sure. or to be ass because that guns <laughs> the guns are ass private party are trying to pound ass and jungle mm-hmm. boy has an ass poundable yeah i think, I that's think you've summed it all up line. pretty much <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. i did love this week that the gun club just took jungle boy outside in chicago in the snow <laughs> and like threw him into a snowbank because it felt very high school bully to me <laughs> in a very funny way yeah great Uh, They're fun. They're having fun. JB's working on his promos. He's doing a great job. I will say, to me, kind of the purpose of Jungle Boy is that he is a small boy, and then larger (laughs) boys mean attack him not to be rude some boys not are large that's right so. he just, it's just a body type that some of them have and uh they throw him around and he oh god why are they doing this to me and then maybe and then he wins that's what i yeah. like i would say i haven't seen that in 10 years yeah and no. i miss it <laughs> Yeah, yeah
1: I don't mind private party, but they are not. They don't have the manhandling. Twink on twink really, violence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. Private party should be getting thrown around by some That's other right. larger, by Malachi and Bronk, you know, or something well, like. Malachi small, but his husband Bronk is big. Well, I'm thinking of Bronk. You're thinking. Of- <laughs> <laughs> and Malachi actually is small, but <laughs> <laughs> I understand Bronk is don't big you enough dare for both. correct me. <laughs> Don't worry about us. Everything's fine on Team Taz. Uh, The inner circle... So Jericho was really mad that his sons would not tag him. Oh my God, Leah's dancing. She's so happy she (laughs) loves inner circle. He's so mad that his sons wouldn't tag him into match. And he said, once again, inner circle will be having... Group therapy in ring mandatory attendance. What did he call it? They're not calling it group therapy, but what no, did he I think saying? they said a group meeting. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <something>. yeah, <laughs> it, it suddenly occurred to me. I was like, of course we. I just hear it as group therapy. I, I, I know. Was know like, surely he's saying <laughs> it's something else. I have I think, it's like a find and replace thing in my brain where whatever right, he says, exactly. I'm just like group therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like remember how
1: you oh so yeah all out
0: we discovered that Allie <laughs> okay no we can't tell this story because nope. I've thought about telling it to someone before and we can't explain why I did it so let's well we don't have to say what word it is that's right you know what you're right that's right okay you can tell it <laughs> Allie had an extension that was changing one word to another word, like in the browser, like the way some people would be like change millennials to like snake people or whatever. in every news article, like I think that was when people did whatever five years ago, it wasn't that, but it's something along those lines. So she started this and then totally forgot forgot about it. So then we were in our hotel room at all out and she like typed something into our group chat. And then she was like, wait, I like said X, but my screen says Y like on what I just said. And I like looked at my screen and I was like, like no one mind it says the first thing and it took like 10 years to realize that and it was changing it in Netflix shows too like it's yeah, like in the it... captions it was changing it in the captions and again a full service extension I don't feel comfortable explaining what I had done it. let me just say that it was a choice that in some captions I thought that is so strange what a weird word choice that they would do well i don't think this is gonna raise any red flags (laughs) um i'm sorry can someone just clarify for me jake hager in or out
1: oh i don't think we know we don't know he was in st louis but that's it jake i don't think we know he might be gone
0: all right i mean i guess we'll find out i guess we'll we'll find find out out. attendance is mandatory so the whole inner circle should be there so you know what i am with leah Show me some fucking group therapy, therapy, therapy. Mama wanted. It. Show it's me the dark. Therip- that therip- this episode has brought us to a place where the thing we're really psyched for <laughs> is the inner circle <laughs> and Chris
1: Jericho. Oh my god! I've been I've been psyched about the inner circle and Chris Jericho for like three weeks at this. I know. Point. Now we and join that's a you. Dark Exhausted, commentary. We drag I
0: ourselves know. into your corner, and we're like, "Yeah, this is all we have now. It's Jericho. We love Jericho. Now we're Jericho <laughs> girls. We're spams. This I see being the last thing that we discuss. It is the I best. see that as well. It is the best for last, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby and Andrade cut another promo where Andrade finally tracked so Darby good. down and said, I will have you, my little boy. What is your price? <laughs> Darby <laughs> laughed in his face and explained that there's no price for him. <laughs> I don't even remember what he said, honestly. I was blacked out. I was delirious with happiness. I was like, this is the funniest thing that's happened on wrestling. <laughs> in the entirety of wrestling, I wish that This storyline could go on forever.
1: (laughs) I just remember him just the laughing and him going, you yeah. think that I work for Sting? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Was just so funny. And I was like, you don't not work for Sting. <laughs> God, like, for-
0: it was like so cute too because he had this big smile and was laughing like very genuinely. And yeah. I thought it was like a great choice from Darby because yeah. it's like he's always so serious, but it's like yeah, he can laugh at that. Yeah. That's it's funny. It was right, delightful. showed a little range. Andrade, would yeah. seemed not put off, <laughs> even though uh, Darby pulled Sting's bad on him. Andrade's yeah. vibe was very much like, okay, well, I'll go find you on eBay. <laughs> I thought, no worries, I know, I'll buy you one way or another.
1: <laughs> I know that we're running out of time, but can I read you what please, Darby actually please, said please, out loud? Please, please. You really think I work for Sting? Why are we wasting our time having this conversation? I respect you as a wrestler, but man, have you lost your mind. I live, I've lived in cars under the bridge in parking garages. Money doesn't mean a whole lot to me. You can buy a lot of things, but my dignity isn't one of them. I think this business meeting is finished. Darby's body is not for sale. My, I,
0: have, I have lived in cars. I have lived under bridges. I have lived in a little bush on the side of the road. I'm a little gremlin.
1: It, it was the same vibe as that scene from oh Aaron Brockovich where the lawyer tries to fire her mm-hmm. from and She's like, my blood, sweat, and tears is in it. <laughs> This is my time away from my kids. Oh, my
0: God. Thank you. Thank you, Andrade. Thank you for being so Boy. funny. Thank you, Darby, for being funny. So Thank you to all of our comedy boys, everyone who didn't offend us. I'm doing a prayer right now. <laughs> <laughs> everyone who didn't offend us. Thank this you to everyone who didn't offend us this week. I hate, to, hate to my haters.
1: And love
0: <laughs> I will say in the group chat yesterday, Allie said, I can't wait to be a real wrestling fan tomorrow and bury the product, which I have been thinking about constantly. So And I think we buried it welcome, pretty America. good. I mean Oh yeah. We were mad.
1: We went over <laughs> time we were because we're so yeah, mad. Yeah, so but that's furious. okay. That's
0: our right. That's our God given right. Um yes storm around the room throwing trash cans around and saying if someone doesn't fight me right now (laughs) I I swear to God hang in you're the OG you're the only one you're the relatable boy I have lost our oh there it is I've been Allie
1: I've been Ann, and I've been Leah this is
0: Tunnel Talk our show is produced by Marjorie Boinovich our theme is by Chris Corkin you can find us on all social media sites at Tunnel Talk pod check out our TikTok I'm really doing some work over there email us we hit 10k
1: (laughs) yes
0: well not uh, 10k views on a thing and we only have about 90 followers But, you know, (laughs) kind of getting there. Uh, You can email us at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And come back next week to find out if the product unburries itself.